0: And welcome back to the program.
1: Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, the Perth glory will start there in the A-League across the weekend. A disappointing loss to the Brisbane Roar. They were good for the first 20 minutes. They were up 1-0. And they went down 2-1 in the end. What were your thoughts on the matchup?
1: Yeah, I thought uh, Perth started the better team. I think they, you know a better team in the opening 20 minutes. Uh, you know, took the lead for Jack Clisby. Great strike from Jack Clisby. He's made a uh, habit of that this season. I think they mentioned on the commentary yesterday he scored three, eight goals in, the, in his A-League men's career and three of them have come this season. So, uh, you know, surprisingly prolific Jack Clisby. But I think after that 20-minute mark, I don't think they played well at all. Uh, I know Ruben Zakerich said post-game that he felt they were the better team played a better football but i tend to disagree i think brisbane probably had a nice you know 25 minute spell at the end of the first half in which they when they scored two goals and i thought they controlled the play a bit better uh, perth first half particularly seemed fixated with going down the right hand side you know pretty much all their attacks were down that right wing and uh, i uh you know I thought it was almost to a detriment because by my the time they did go last Jack Clisby actually scored um uh they'd obviously identified that right hand you know fair right hand side and brisbane's left hand side as an area where they could win the game but um yeah i thought i don't, i thought it was they kind of overdid it over, it was a bit of overkill um and Brisbane were able to deal with it pretty easily in the end and uh, you know second half glory had a lot more of a ball but They didn't really, you know, they created a couple of chances, but none too really clear-cut. And, you know, despite having the ball for long periods of that game, they didn't do enough to create, you know, clear-cut goal-scoring opportunities. And, um, yeah, I thought it was, uh, you know, I didn't think Brisbane were great second half, but they kind of did enough and Glory didn't do enough. So... Uh, yeah a very disappointing performance for the glory They're now without win in uh, you know in five games i haven 't actually played too badly over the course of those five games but uh you know it's uh they 've just be maybe a bit of uh misfortune or you know a bit of you know er- opponents taking uh, advantage of some errors defensively and um yeah they find themselves with two losses and three draws in their last five uh, and uh, you know it may not maybe without Daryl Lachman. Well, uh next week as well because he obviously suffered a suffered a pretty uh serious head injury uh against brisbane um the Glory reported that he was discharged from hospital and was able to fly back with the team so hopefully you know it's nothing too major he was knocked out on the field uh you know su- after suffering a nasty head clash uh was taken to hospital uh was you know a- carted off the field in an ambulance which was you know really not good to see but uh you yeah, know but you know it sounds like he's on the mend which is you know, which is a lot better which is really good news uh you know you're know, always a bit worried with head injuries uh but I do think, feel that you know given the nature of the injury uh, he may be uh maybe ruled out through a concussion uh later this week
0: okay good to hear those scans did come back um clear but uh yeah it would probably be unlikely that we do see Lachman back out there Next week. Hopefully, we can. We'd love to see him and uh, helping the Perth glory along the way. How concerning is it, Ben, that they did lose to a team that hasn't won since the 6th of January in the Brisbane Roar? Away from home, they've struggled this year. How concerning was that loss?
1: I think it was quite concerning. You know, Brisbane hadn't won in almost two months. They had a new coach uh, or an interim coach after they parted ways with Warren Moon. I didn't think, you know, I thought Brisbane like I said, I had a had a nice spell at the end of the first half. But uh outside of that, to be honest, um, you know, I didn't think they really tested Glory too much and you know, I didn't think they were excellent defensively either. I just think Glory didn't really do enough to uh you know, Brisbane's packed men behind the ball and made it, you know, suffocated with space, but I didn't think Glory, you know, were clever enough in terms of uh, you know, Link up, play, and you know, creating chances in the middle of the field. It was just a lot of crosses, hopeful crosses into a box. Uh, uh, you know, and they have looked to use uh, you know wide areas to their advantage this season. But um, against Brisbane, it kind of fell down, and it does feel like there's a bit of a uh, you know, it. I definitely felt watching that game like Brisbane knew exactly what. Perth were going to do, and uh, we're able to counter it quite effectively.
0: All right, let's take a look elsewhere across the league uh, over the weekend. Melbourne City, a good win over Sydney FC, three to the final score in that match-up. Uh, a really good result. Jamie McLaren, once again, uh, very special with a couple of goals.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was uh, you know a very, you know, Jamie McLaren moving, edging ever so close to Bessart Borussia's all-time uh, a League goals record. He's had a you know fantastic A League career, um, and yeah, you know obviously he's scored for fun wherever he's been gone, whether that's you know Brisbane Glory or Melbourne City, and uh, yeah, and no, also had a very nice goal by Marco Tilio as well. The uh, defending was not great from Sydney. They kind of stood off him for a long time, but you know, he was able to run half a length, you know more than half a length of the field with the ball, and then put the ball in the top corner. Don't, you don't see many goals as good as that.
0: You don't. So, Melbourne City, a good win. We also saw a great win by the Western Sydney Wanderers over MacArthur. 4-0, the final score in this matchup. What are your thoughts on this Western Sydney Wanderers side, Ben? They sit in third position on the A-League table. Uh, They've been very good, but I don't know if they've been great this season. What are your thoughts on this side?
1: No, I don't think they've been great this season, but you know, they're a Marco Rodan coach team, and Marco Rodan coach teams are often very good at getting results even when they're not playing the best football. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, MacArthur are a bit of flux under, you know, new coach Mile Uh they you know, they got beat six one by Melbourne City a few weeks ago. Uh it and I think Western Sydney just uh, you know, a lot a lot better drilled than MacArthur are at the moment. Uh, it was a pretty uh, easy win, to be honest, for them. Uh, Brandon Barela is coming into some nice form. You know, uh, Morgan Schneiderlin, the ex-Manchester United player, scored a penalty as well. You know, Carl Newenhoff's been really good for Western Sydney all season, um, and you know, also throw in uh, you know Leouni, the uh, the new signing, who I think uh, I thought he was really really showed some uh, good signs over his first two games for Wanderers. Uh, and yeah, to be honest. Um, like you say, I don't think they've been great. I think they've been good enough, and Marco Rudan teams are very good at eking out results that maybe they shouldn't. And uh, no, I think it's a testament to to that team the fact that they are, um, you know, that they can they have all season long managed to get results even if they haven't played the best football. Uh, so that's why you can't really write them off. Like I, I don't think they're. I think at their best, I think Central Coast and Melbourne City are far better well, Melbourne City are far better than Western Sydney, I think. Um, I think Central Coast are just better than Western Sydney, but at the same time, you know, Western Sydney are just very good at absorbing pressure from teams and hitting them on the counter and getting valuable results. And, you know, after a while, that really adds up.
0: Let's take it back to Friday night, quality affair between the Central Coast Mariners and the Wellington Phoenix. Central Coast led for the majority, and they really let it slip uh, late in the match-up in the dying stages. Oscar... Zawada with a goal to level it at one all.
1: Yeah, it was a pretty uh pretty hectic game. Uh you know, I caught the uh, caught the final half an hour after work. <laughs> there was a lot happening. I just missed uh Brian Kautak's red card. Uh his second in uh, I believe it was it may have been his second red card in four games. So uh you know, very, very unfortunate for him. He's had a really good season, but um yeah, just uh has been on the wrong side of the referees recently. Um yeah, Oscar Zawada, um, you know, obviously scoring that late equaliser for Wellington. I kind of felt that Central Coast had done enough to get away with uh, three points, but yeah, Zawada popped up in the fourth minute of injury time to score. And then, you know, Central Coast attacker uh, uh got a bit uh, frustrated and uh, kind of poked his hand or fingers, you know, in the face of. Uh, of uh, I believe it was Scott Wooden, the centre back, and uh, he he got a red card for that. And then Nick Montgomery was sent. The Mariners' referee, uh, Mariners' coach, rather, he got sent off as well. So we had you know, three red cards from the Mariners. but they finished the game with nine men and their coach uh, being sent from the sidelines. It was uh it was entertaining stuff as a neutral to say the least.
0: We also saw a win for Western United three one over Newcastle and Melbourne victory and Adelaide United tying yesterday one all hey ben let's turn our attention to the EFL final that took place earlier on this morning man united too good for newcastle in the end winners 2-0 goals to casemiro and marcus rashford getting the job done
1: yeah a bit of uh, you know like lightning striking twice in uh, you know quick succession obviously casemiro had a uh, you know he's a, he's a very good player uh, he's you know he's he proves that for Real Madrid uh, down the years you know he's an integral part of the Brazilian national team uh, and yeah you know popped up with a goal and then Marcus Rashford uh, who is just scoring whatever he wants at the moment he, he you know he's unstoppable in, fr- in front of the net at the moment uh, you know if you I'm not sure what he's, uh, he would have been paying to uh, to find the, find the score sheet on uh, last night but wouldn't have been much more than a dollar he's he is a man in form he's You know, I think probably the clubhouse favourite for the PFA player of the year year at the moment. Uh, You know, I think Newcastle fought quite hard and, you know, the fans especially didn't didn't exactly disgrace themselves. Uh, uh, Newcastle actually had 62% of possession, which is, you know, quite a lot. Uh, uh, Almost two-thirds of the ball, but weren't able to only had two shots on target. Uh, Man United are just able to absorb that pressure and uh, celebrate uh, another trophy to add to the uh, to the cabinet.
0: Can they win the Premier
1: League? I don't. I don't think so. I think they're too far off the pace of uh, of Arsenal, and Man City. I just think those two teams, for me, have been the best two teams all season. I don't particularly see. You know, I know Man United are only. You know eight points off the top with 14 games to go, so you know, mathematically, they're still well and truly in the race. But I, from what I've just seen of them, I, I think that you know, they're definitely going to be a contender next year. Um, I think they're going to be, you know, I think they're definitely going to be third and you know, we'll push second, but I just don't see them overhauling Arsenal or Man City.
0: All right, well, uh, plenty to play out between now and the finish to the Premier League. Plenty of great football still to come. Ben, uh, a big thanks to you for joining me here on the program this afternoon. A pleasure as always, and enjoy the rest of your day. No worries. Cheers, Matt. Thank you. There he goes. Ben Smith, football expert and journalist for 7West Media. I thank him for his time.